Political leaders in Northern Ireland have met together today with the Chief Constable of the PSNI in the aftermath of the shooting this week of a senior police officer in County Tyrone. Detective Chief Inspector John Caldwell remains critically ill and has suffered what are described as life-changing injuries after being shot multiple times at a sports centre in Oma on Wednesday night. A fourth man has been arrested by police investigating his attempted murder. In a rare show of unity, Sinn Féin, the DUP, Alliance, the SDLP and the UUP stood side by side with Chief Constable Simon Byrne, who said today is a hugely important and symbolic moment for policing. Uh, we do not estimate, underestimate from the point of view of the police service how important it is that we are joined today in an act of unity from all the political parties across Northern Ireland. Clearly we know from what we've done so far and from commentary from across the community and the political spectrum, the sheer sense of outrage at this pointless and senseless attack. John remains in hospital where he is critically ill and heavily sedated. We have arrested a further man overnight in relation to this investigation. He is now in custody and also being questioned by detectives. Last night I had the chance to speak to John's wife and his son. They are clearly heavily affected by what they've gone through but want to pass on their thanks both to the people that rendered first aid and care at the scene but also in terms of the outpouring of support from across the community in relation to this awful outrage. At that joint news conference, Sinn Féin's Michelle O'Neill and the DUP's Geoffrey Donaldson said it was important to stand united. The most powerful message that we as political leaders can do is to stand with the Chief Constable today, with the police service and to say this is not good enough, this is an attack on all of us, this is an attack on our community. My thoughts very much remain with the family. These are a family that are sitting at a hospital bed. This is a son who's witnessed his father being attacked in this callous way. So my thoughts are very, very much with John's family today. I would also say to the evil people who carried out this heinous attack and to their organisation, you are not the future of this place. We stand against you. The murder of police officers and the attempted killing of those who serve our communities in Northern Ireland was unacceptable when my cousin was the first RUC officer to be murdered by the IRA Right. We'll leave that there because obviously we have some technical issues with that clip but you heard there the DUP leader Geoffrey Donaldson and before him Michelle O'Neill of Sinn Féin. Well let's talk now to the Minister for Justice Simon Harris who joins us. A very good afternoon to you Minister and thanks for joining us on the programme. Good afternoon Brian. Now, you've come on to talk to us about your plans to recruit more judges to speed up the uh, the hearing of, uh, of court cases in, in our courts and we'll come to that in a moment but first of all in relation to the, uh, the shooting this week in OMA I know you spoke to the Northern Ireland Secretary yesterday and offered him um, support, his support were asked for. At this stage, is there any support that the Gardaí or the authorities here can give to this PSNI investigation? Yes, absolutely there is. I mean, the, f- the first thing I want to say is to utterly condemn, as everybody has right across the political divide and right across all parts of Ireland, this he- horrific, um, heinous attempt on the life uh, of DCI John Caldwell. We think of him, we think of his family, we think of the community. We always view, uh, for many, many years, an, an attack on a member of the PSNI as the equivalent to an attack on a member of Angardashi Akana because the two police forces work so closely together. Um, and from the moment this horrific incident happened, this horrific attempted murder, and um, the Gardaí have been working extremely closely with the PSNI, both from an operations point of view and an intelligence point of view. And in my call with the Secretary of State last night, I made it very, very clear that 
any and every assistance needed to bring these perpetrators to justice will be forthcoming. I'm in very regular contact with the Garda Commissioner um, on these matters and I'd like to, this lunchtime, echo the calls of the PSNI uh, and the Gardaí for anybody with any information, be it dashcam footage, mobile phone footage, any footage uh, in relation to this incident to please come forward and anyone who has any information to come forward to the PSNI or the Gardaí. Are there any indications of a cross-border involvement in the planning and carrying out of this attack? I'm always very conscious of not saying anything that um, actually impedes the very live investigation. Um, It is the early stages of these investigations. You have seen um, some progress already in terms of a number um, of arrests by the PSNI. But what I can say is the Gardaí are cooperating fully and at the most senior levels with the PSNI in relation to uh, intelligence and operations and it would probably be unhelpful for me to go further at this stage. The suspects for this are the, the dissident Republican group, the new IRA. How, how active are they in the Republic? Well, I think it's 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 not um, it's not a surprise to anybody um, on this island that police forces both north and south continue to monitor very closely the activities of dissidents and indeed criminal gangs and indeed the blurred lines often between the two. Um, the Gardaí monitor threat levels very closely with the defence forces um, in this jurisdiction. But what we have seen. Um, this week, sadly, in Oma. And unfortunately, what we have seen in recent weeks and months in terms of an increased number of attacks on the PSNI is how how real and live this threat is uh, to police officers in the north going about their their job and how indeed there's a requirement for vigilance at all stages by the Gardaí and our own security and intelligence forces. And like I say, uh, collaboration Mm -hmm. and cooperation between the Gardaí and the PSNI has never been been greater, Brian. Again, I'm sure you wouldn't want to say anything that would compromise um, security operations but in, in relation to the, the intelligence that's available uh, to Gardaí ab- about the, the intentions of this and, and other groups, how, how, good, how good, how thorough, how reliable is that intelligence? I'm very confident as Minister for Justice that the Gardaí um, do an extraordinarily good job um, in terms of, from both an intelligence and security point of view, uh, and working, as I say, on a cross-border and all-island basis as appropriate. And uh, whilst we don't comment on matters mm. of security, as a matter of course, and particularly uh, during a live investigation, I can assure you from my very regular contact with the Garda Commissioner um, that this is being treated with the utmost priority. <laughs> Every assistance is being provided. And, and I know the Gardaí and the PSNI won't rest um, until the perpetrators of this heinous act are brought to justice. Yeah, and it's, I, I, it's not, not to shift responsibility for this, which is with those who carried out the attack, but, but there does seem to have been a failure of intelligence in this case. Is, is that being addressed by both the PSNI and Gardaí? As you rightly say, I, I certain, certainly wouldn't shift in any way, shape or form. Um, the, the, this, the, this was a, a brutal, criminal, despicable act, an attack on an individual officer, a very senior ranking officer, but also an attack on a community, on peace and on security. Uh, and really, I think in, in any way deviating from that at all at this stage uh, would be extraordinarily unhelpful. I'm very satisfied that the intelligence um, structures and the monitoring of threats uh, by the Gardaí certainly um, is, is, is receiving absolute utmost attention in the Gardaí and always does and it's something the Gardaí Commissioner takes extraordinarily seriously. Um, Minister, to move on, you've secured approval this week for the appointment of 24 new judges uh, this year. This is on yes. foot of a recommendation from the Ju- Judicial Planning Working Group which reported to government. Um, 24 additional judges, possibly a further uh, 20 I think uh, the, the following year. What kind of impact is that going to have, would you hope, on the operation of our courts? 
Well, the first thing to say is the report is very clear, Brian. It's crystal clear, and we've published it this afternoon, that we need to grow the size of the judiciary to meet the needs of our country. Um, We have, for example, a district court or a circuit court that hasn't seen any growth in judicial numbers in a decade. So this 24 extra judges will see six new high court judges, two new court of appeal judges, and eight district court judges and eight circuit court judges. The reason we're doing this is all about access to justice for citizens in this country and for all people in this country. We're going to see three very significant bodies of work Um, the Environment and Planning Division of the High Court being established, key priority for government, Family Law Courts, and I'm taking that legislation through the Shannon at the moment, and indeed the Assisted Decision Making Act. All three of those realities are going to make our court system even busier. So this this, um, injection of resource into the courts today will see the number of judges go from 173 Mm -hmm. to 217. It is an initial, um, as you rightly say, an initial uh, injection of resources. We will then set up an implementation process to measure the impact of that additionality. And subject to that showing benefit, we would intend to seek to recruit 20 more judges next year. We have... Um, so, sorry to cut across you. We have, according to the Working Group report, the lowest number of judges per head of population in the Council of Europe. It's 3.3 professional judges per 100,000 inhabitants here. And the average in Europe is uh, 17.6. Now, uh, how far will th- these appointments go to, to bridging that gap? I, I think I think it'll make a significant impact. However, it is, and the report is very clear on this, it, is, it will only make real impact if it is seen as part of a broader agenda around reform and modernisation. So the report, and I'm conscious it's only been published today, but the report talks about, for example, the importance of enhancing the role of presidents of each of the courts in terms of management of lists. It talks about the establishment mm-hmm. of new courts. It talks about better data. It talks about the need for five-day sittings. So what I intend to do is you know, very much give these resources up front because I think they're needed for the reasons you say. Mm. But we will then obviously closely monitor impact before deciding to proceed with phase two. Um, but the report is stark in terms of seeing the need for additional judges. But it also has to be read alongside, I suppose, the need for that to be a catalyst uh, for the reform and modernisation agenda around five-day sittings of the district court, uh, around data coming out of the courts. And I'll be bringing an action plan to government later this year uh, before we proceed to phase two. Mm. And there's another suggestion for staggering uh court summer vacation time so is that not all off together? Yeah, look, and I think a lot of a lot of this is is kind of common sense um, HR management, quite frankly, that the report talks about. But I but I am also conscious of the sequencing that the report talks about, and the report is clear that you do need that initial injection, that the numbers are too low. But alongside that, before so, proceeding to phase two, you do need to see reforms in terms of how the courts actually function. So, if we're at three point three judges per hundred thousand of of the population here, what does that figure go to with these with these appointments? I'd have to, I'd have to work that out in real time. I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't Does it get us anywhere answer. near this European it's average of seventeen? It 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 moves us it moves us up those rankings. I mean, what it needs to be seen as in the context of twenty four and twenty twenty three, subject to that making an impact to further twenty and twenty twenty four, and then beyond that, there will be a requirement for more judges. But it's judges. It's extrajudicial resources alongside a more modern way of delivering our court services. Just before I let you go, Minister, the news this week from the European Commission that it's instructing all its staff to remove the um, video sharing app TikTok from their phones because of security concerns around what is a a Chinese-owned company. Now, I think people might be aware you've been a pretty active uh, um, minister on on TikTok. Are are you looking again at your TikTok uh, usage? 
Well, I like to think I'm a pretty active minister who has TikTok, but uh, but but yes, um, I, I mean, look, we follow we follow security advice um, in relation to these matters in light of the European Commission's uh, advice to staff and officials uh, yesterday. I'm now seeking uh, fresh advice for for government and public officials in relation to this. What I can tell you is, in relation to uh, my own my own usage and likes, obviously, I follow, um, as you can imagine, an enhanced uh, an enhanced level of security advice in relation to to how I conduct my official business, which I don't comment on. But um, but in more broadly. We we are seeking um, we're seeking refreshed mm. advice, which I think is a sensible thing to do. So, do you do you use a different phone then for TikTok? Uh, I, again, I don't uh, for for obvious reasons. I, I don't tend to comment on my use of phones, but I am conscious of the security advice that I follow, and I follow security advice given to me by the Department of Justice and by the National Cyber Security Centre. Right. But it does it does make sense, I think, in the context of the European Commission's dis, um, advice to staff yesterday that we would seek refreshed advice here more broadly uh, for government and public officials, and that will now happen. Very good, Minister for Justice Simon Harris. Thanks very much indeed for talking to us.